Good morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church. I want to thank you this morning for tuning in today and taking time as we are studying in God's Word, John chapter number 15. And we've entitled our study, A Journey Through John. And my, my, what a journey uh, it has been thus far. And we are not through yet. We've got a long way to go and several chapters more uh, to go through, and we're going to take our time and not rush, but we're going to look today in John's Gospel, chapter 15, and we'll, we'll read verse number two as our text verse uh, this morning. If you have nearby a copy of God's Precious Word, I want to encourage you today to open up your Bible and I want to be honest with you today, uh, I can read it, and I hope that you trust what I'm reading is the true Word of God. But I want to encourage you to open up your Bible and look for yourself at what I am saying that, that it would be true. We need to be like the Bereans. We need to study the Word of God and make sure that those who are teaching are teaching the Word of God. John 15, and in verse number 2, the Bible says, and Jesus said these words, Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now, that is a very, very interesting verse. And we're going we're gonna to take our time. I'm probably going to break it down into three different uh, short videos that, that we might look at this verse in, in the parts that we find in it. And what, again, what a blessing it is to read God's Word. And Jesus is, again, if I could remind us, He's only a few hours from going to the cross of Calvary. He's only a few hours from saying it is finished and, and dying for our sins upon that cross. And as we think about that and think about him going to the cross, his last words, his last teaching was very, very important. They were words that were meaningful and they should be meaningful to you and I as well. And as we study that and think about it, not only the uh, the meaning of his words, but from the heart of the Lord Jesus and the last words, and if you will, the last words and testimony of what he is leaving behind. And as we looked the last time, we looked in John 15 and verse 1, and we read verse 1 where Jesus said, I am the true vine 
and my father is the husbandman. Now, I want to remind us that the vine, it, it gives life. It gives life to the branches. If it was not for the vine, there would be no fruit, and there would be no life in the branches to bring forth fruit. So, as I think about this, and we think about that, we should rejoice that Jesus said that he is the true vine. And then he said his father is the husband. Now we know that the husband is the husbandman is the is the vine keeper, the overseer, the uh, the orchardist, the pruner, if you will, the one who takes care of the vine. And boy, what a great thought! Verse number one brings forth several wonderful truths that that can come from that verse. And then Jesus continues, and again, I. I reiterate, reiterate to you the importance of this section of Scripture. Jesus continues this most important section of Scripture. It is a challenge to every Christian to study the Word of God and to know what Jesus is speaking of here in these verses. They are pointed, they are plain, and they are powerful. And as we look in verse number 2, today we're going to look at Jesus and what he is speaking, and certainly, first of all, he is speaking of our position in him. Now, I want you to get that. Again, look in John 15, 2. Jesus said, every branch in me. Those first few words, very intriguing to me. We are in him, and he is the true vine. Again, the, the vine gives life, it gives strength, and it gives hope to the branches. Romans chapter 8 and verse number 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Now, as we're looking at this, and, and I think that as I'm breaking this down into at least three parts, all three of these parts go succinctly together. And we must realize that we are in Christ. Most important thing is to know that you've been saved. And if you've been saved today, there is now no condemnation because we are saved. We've been born again. We've been forgiven of our sin. And I'm glad of that. There is no condemnation versus uh, certain condemnation right now for those who are, have never been saved. In John's Gospel, chapter 3, we remember uh, verse 16 very well. Most of us can quote that verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. But Jesus goes on to say, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned. John three eighteen says that. But he that believeth is, is it, but he that believeth he that believeth on him is not condemned. But he that believeth not, listen carefully, is condemned already. And here's why: because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And as we think about that today. I'm glad that I am in Christ, and right at this present moment, 
There is no condemnation. My sins, oh, the, the, the multitude of them has been paid for. And, and when God looks at me, he does not see me as a sinner. He sees the righteousness of his son right now. And as I read Romans chapter 8, I, I, it, it speaks of proof of being in Christ that is found in the last part of verse 1. It says this, uh, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Romans 8 and 1. And as I think about that, we're walking there's proof. There, there is a valid proof in our life. We can, we, we can know that we have passed from death unto life. You say, how do you know that you're in Christ? Well, you walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Our life will be led by the Spirit of God rather than the fleshly man with earthly desires. We should want the things of God. We should want to learn about Him. We should desire his teaching. In 2 Corinthians 5.17, Paul said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. What a great verse to go along with Romans 8.1. A new creature, a new beginning, a brand new start. And listen, when Jesus comes into your heart and he saves you, and he forgives you of all your sin. <clears throat> Not only does he come in, he comes in permanently. And he stays with you. And he leads you. You see, he leads you. David said in Psalms 103, verse number 12, As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he, re hath he removed our transgressions from us. So I want to say to you, I'm glad that I am saved. My sins are are all pardoned, my guilt is all gone. And I'm glad that Jesus is speaking of our position in him. As we look at John 15 two, every branch in me. Most important thing is to know that you're in Christ. Has there been a time in your life that you realized you were a sinner on your way to hell? Has there been a time in your life that you were guilty, convicted, by that, you knew that if you died in the condition you were in, that you were going to that awful place called hell. Has there been a time that you said, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner and I'm on my way to hell. I want to be saved. And Lord, forgive me of my sin. Sin is anything we think, say, or do that displeases God. And we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The Bible says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So we're all sinners. We are all in need of a Savior. Have you been to Jesus? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? You see, Jesus took your sins upon himself. It was our sins that nailed him to the cross. They were nailed to that cross with the Lord, and he paid it all. He paid the price that you and I can go free. And today, the question is, are you saved? If you're saved, you are a branch in the Lord Jesus. And that's such a wonderful thing. So Jesus, again, is speaking of our position in him. That's part one of John 15 too. Lord willing, we'll be back again tomorrow, and we'll pick up right here 
and we'll do and look at part two of John 15. May God bless you today. Hope you're having a great day and may the Lord bless you. Lord willing, we'll see you in the morning. Bye-bye. Child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just reach to me, for I am the one. I am the one who died on the tree. I am the one.